Hello, everyone, and welcome to Movie Mandates, the show where my sister and I force each other to watch movies according to a monthly theme. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. Well, it's November, and we have a need for feed here on Movie Mandates, so we're kicking off the month with Mostly Marta, a movie about a chef, her work, and her relationships. A movie remade in 2007 as No Reservations with Catherine Zeta-Jones and Aaron Eckhart. A movie that also has the exact same setup as last year's Megan, the killer doll movie. We'll have to touch on that because I have not seen Megan, the killer doll movie. But it is on the to-watch list, I will say. All right, well... Continuing on with my scripted intro. Oh, is, I am so sorry. <laughs> is, you paused. I, I paused for dramatic effect, but we don't have a live audience, so it's probably not the best best use of my time. Anyway, continuing on, line three, here we go. Is Mostly Marta the romantic comedy its marketing would have you believe? Is there a killer doll? Before we learn the answer to both questions is no, it's only fair that since I mandated today's movie, Kelly gets to challenge me in a segment we call Trivial Trivia. Indeed. So, uh, we are going into the um, Eisen-themed trivia so that people can just learn that much more about us. Uh, Great. When we were growing up, brother, Mm. um, we we did that only once, though. Only that one time. Never forget it. When we were growing up, we had chores, and one of our chores was making dinner, Mm -hmm. right? Now, I don't recall if you had to make dinner weekly and I had to make dinner weekly, or if it was like an every other week thing, like a child made dinner once a week. I don't actually remember. That's not the question, right? That's not the question. I believe it was you and I both had to make dinner one night a week i think i i agree but so i had one you had one mom had the other five yes and because we were children and you know because we were children we repeated a lot of the same recipes name five of the repeat dinners that you and I would make. Well, one is definitely the boxed craft mac and cheese. I remember oh, that yes. one. Um what a dinner. <laughs> that's yeah. So it's boxed craft mac and cheese. Uh do snacks count? Because I remember the cheese and triscuits in the oven. That you know what? That was a big thing for us. I will I will I'll allow that, it because it, it uses was a huge... it uses the oven. And it was and a it, really big thing for the family. Prep. It so, was because you know, so. we bought the we would buy the blocked cheese mm-hmm. and we would have to slice it. And then of course my slices weren't so thin. Right, right, right. So we, we had a um so all it is is triscuits, which is a wheat cracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd get a plate, lay out triscuits, uh the, these crackers on the plate. And then get a block of uh, Colby or cheddar cheese or something like that and make thin slices of cheese, put them on each one, uh, put the, well, we couldn't put a plate in the oven. I, I guess we probably put them on a tray and then transfer it to a plate or something and put them in the oven, bake them until the cheese is melted. And all it is is melted cheese on a wheat cracker. Uh, but yeah, but, you know, for small children, that's not a bad way to teach them how to cook. It uses the oven, so you have to be safe. It involves transferring food food from one surface to another. It involves food prep and layout. So simple, but 
not terrible. Um, let's see. Uh, I know I did spaghetti a lot. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, <clears throat> which is very similar to mac and cheese, except it, really the only difference is mac and cheese uses um, a cheese powder that you mix with milk to make the cheese sauce and as i got older i experimented with sauces and i learned that yeah. i'm terrible at sauces <laughs> especially the cheese sauces I, yeah they, they burn they curdle they're very hard for me to make i'm really they get all gross and chalky if you don't do it right yes making cheese sauce is hard for me um but when i was making um uh, spaghetti it's basically boil noodles open a jar of tomato sauce and dump it in you know uh and then you, parmesan you, cheese and on parmesan the cheese there you go uh nowadays i get a lot fancier with uh you know uh, vegetables and uh shrimp or uh, other things i i do so enjoy making uh various forms of seafood pasta oh uh, yes yes in fact that uh that bread Picture yeah, yeah, yeah. the focaccia bread, that bread? I sent you yeah. The other day, um, the gun our garlic, yeah, onion? focaccia French onion focaccia bread, which I'd okay. never had. It honestly, I wasn't sure what to expect because I'd never had it before, but it, it genuinely tastes like a pizza. It's, oh, it's, oh, it's very, it has that doughy thickness to it because I just put it in the oven for like 12 15 minutes uh, to heat oh, it sure. up. And um, I was just going to use it as kind of a garlic bread side to probably seafood pasta or whatever the hell I was making that night. And I'm like, this actually tastes like pizza. I mean, you, you, could, a put, drier. you, you could put tomato sauce and cheese on this and call it a pizza, really. Huh. So anyway, huh. uh, so that's what? Three? Three? Mac, mac and cheese, spaghetti and cheese and triscuits. Uh, what was another staple? Um like, I can remember some of the staples of, like, school lunches, too, but... Uh, Not the question. <laughs> yeah. Like, one of the things I experienced, because I was, you know, being a, a young child, I wanted to experiment with stuff. And one of my experiments was a cream cheese and raisin sandwich. Yes, I do recall. Which I is do recall exactly the what it sounds like. The hardest part is actually spreading cream Smear. cheese on bread without breaking the bread apart right uh -huh. um but you know it's it's actually fine if you're not it tastes exactly like you it think tastes it exactly like like what you think it would taste you know like a bagel with cream cheese and raisin like a raisin bagel with cream cheese only it's much bread just, just not as sturdy yeah um i wasn't a fan but give me some locks anyway. well i mean th th that 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 was me just no, no, yes, yes, I remember. I recall. Partially experimenting and partially just pushing the grossness and see what I could get away with. Yeah, Would mom yeah. yell at me if I tried to make a cream cheese and raisin sandwich? No. No. <laughs> it's just like, you can eat that? Yeah. All right, then. Oh, the things I used to, I can, I, I roll my eyes at now. I'm like, okay, um, whatever. Pizza. Uh, the... Any Totinos. 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 <laughs> what's the... Uh, DiGiorno. My my favorite commercial is uh this this it's essentially a blonde joke, but um this it, the tagline was like it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno's. And so this lady has the box and she's like, it's not delivery, it's it's French. 
I'm I like, do remember that's, that. That's really funny. I do remember um, that. Uno mas? Uno mas. Uh, man, not very adventurous when we were young. Maybe I remember like, some that you don't, you haven't said yet. Yeah. I remember three very vividly. Hmm. I mean, oh, there were, oh, I don't remember what it's called. It's, uh, it's another goddamn noodle dish. Uh, it's, it's, um, chili mac oh chili chili mac. Ma- chili i wasn't mac. even going there either but yes we made chili mac you are correct sir uh, i i really do like um noodle dishes so um new chili mac cheesy mac uh hamburgers pos- helper mac. We made hamburger, that oh that's Luther. right ha- hamburger helper no but here's um, here's what you made you brother you mm-hmm. made meatloaf how could wow? I don't know like, how like you my could, staple. How like how did, for real yeah, made meatloaf. meatloaf. I used to love the tuna noodle casserole with the tuna and the egg noodles and the peas because peas is like my favorite I thing. Didn't Brother I, I don't didn't. know if I made that myself, but no. I mean I probably assisted with it. But and then we always did the make your own burritos, the burrito night. That was a big prep night too. We would have like the bowl of cheese and like the hmm. um lettuce all cut up and. We were also big into making cookies Re- each uh, refried uh, beans, Christmas, yeah, we did Christmas cookies, year. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was a lot of cooking. But the yeah. idea really was is, um, well, I, I imagine you know a single parent enjoys having a night where they don't have to cook. But it it also you know teaches kids chores are great, you know, basics yeah. of you know stuff that uh, I use in my everyday life now that oh, I'm an yeah. adult. Like I I. You know, thanks to that, I know how to read and follow a recipe. I have a recipe book. Um, I could make anything out of it because I know I what I've, I've bought. I've, I've purchased you a couple just because. Like, I think the ones on this side, the first three are my recipe books. Oh, well, no, Stanley's How to Draw a Superhero is in between <clears throat> two of them. Yeah, oh, well. and it's, it's nice just... Um, I think a year or two ago, I it, it hit me that I'm like, you know what? I still don't know what the hell a figgy pudding is. Um, I figured you it was going to make like, figgy pudding this year. Uh, I made it a year or two ago, and I, I don't pay attention to my brother. <laughs> I, I actually, okay. I, I made it on stream. You made a video. Uh, you yeah, did. I recall it, now. Yeah, it's uh, it's not pudding. It's more like I guess pudding is something completely different across well, the pond. Like it's bread pudding a, is not. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, more of a cake goodness. than anything else. So, but it, you know, like, I and I'm at the point now where I. Essentially, when I want to try something new, I look up a bunch of dis- different recipes, and then I kind of take what I like of each one. Jeremy makes the best beer can chicken. Um, I know we have a movie to discuss, but yeah. it's the best. And we had some people over this past weekend for a BBQ, and um, he was like doing so much like um, researching new recipes, and I'm like, no, 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 stop, stop. It still turned out great. But like, I was very much like, stop, 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 stop. You figured it out. Because I've had other people's beer can chicken and it's, um, no. So is it marinated in beer or no. what? It's honestly, you take a whole chicken, you clean it, right? You put mm-hmm. hey, whole chicken, you shove a, up its 
and then you put you on stuff the... it with a beer can. Do you yep, open you, the beer can? You open the beer can. You put a little all through it. You shove it up its cavity. Oh, okay. That was the word I was looking for. I'm like, I can't think of the word cavity. You shove it up its cavity. Um, they you have get like a particularly a little... big bird, like a turkey. The whole six packs going up there. <laughs> and then you, um, and it's basically what it is: is the sitting up process is what helps the entire cooking not, of the bird. Do, do not, do not do a beer bottle chicken. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thank you. Oh, that, that doesn't be... sound good. Like that would be dangerous and hazardous. So, oh, there's what I'm looking for. Cool. You know what I well, want to do real go. quick is uh, is talk about some of Grandma's cooking. Um, grandma, <laughs> uh, I lived with Grandma for a couple of years uh, while mm -hmm. I was in college. Uh, she right. lived like a mile and a half from where I went to college, so it was you know, really convenient. Rent was cheap too. Um, <laughs> grandma, even in her later years, cooked like she was cooking for a family of eight. Yes. And you never knew when like four more people would drop by. She also cooked like we were still at war and rationing. Yeah. Um, yeah. She'd do the thing where uh, she would, like, if she was like a can of tomato paste or something, she'd dump out the tomato paste, scrape that out with a spatula, get every little rinse atom it out, out, and then rinse it with water and dump it in the yes. stock. I'm like, ah, oh, no, you're what? You, I mean, I get it, but you're watering it down. We don't need to ration anymore. Please stop doing that. Yeah. Um, I remember one thing she, she used to make a lot was a, a, a chicken casserole. Uh, it was chicken it, and it was rice. The chicken and rice casserole. And it, she always made like 10 damn breasts of chicken, just gigantic damn. I've never seen a pan us, the size of Grossmutter's pan. Like, I don't know how she fit everything in that gosh darn baking pan that she did because I recall that being like the biggest casserole ever. It's like, oh, God, it we're going to be eating this for three weeks. And she used to do the um, the peanut butter and butter sandwiches that I, I wouldn't eat. I'm like, this is the most, you don't butter the bread before you put it. But she was still same era where you had to butter your bread because it was so hard. You needed to loosen that stuff up. Give it yeah. something to, to moisten. Yeah, you, did, um, you, did, you had natural breads that went hard instead of having all the preservatives and crap that keep it soft forever. <laughs> yeah, so. it, It'll you know, go bread green. has shells, <laughs> not, yeah, not that loafy sliced stuff. Oh, but. God. She the, the day she put peanut, I was like, no, 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 no. Not peanut butter and butter, just peanut butter. Just She's peanut like, yeah. butter. I'm like, it's like, I got to butter the bread first. No. I was so confused that day when no. she did that. I was like, I'm, I'm out. I can't. You've killed peanut butter for me. But that's all right, because she used Peter Pan peanut butter, which I don't think exists anymore. And um, I would never eat Peter Pan peanut butter because then it reminded me of those sandwiches that I would just spit out. Mm. Mm. But yeah, no, that chicken and rice dish is great. And uh, we make good dish, cakes. but good God, she did yeah. not need to make that much of it. But we make, do you remember her peach dump cake that she used to make? The kids are like gaga over dump cakes. We're going through a phase. Yeah. Which I, I don't mind. It's yeah, easy. Yeah. Just yeah. a can of peaches, box of cake, mm -hmm. some uh, ooh, butter. I rem I don't think I ever cooked that with her. Uh, oh, that so. was a, liked it. It was good. Mm. It was easy. Three ingredients go dump, dump oven. It's a good name. Although since I said three ingredients and I only did two dumps, I don't know what I missed, but that 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 fantasy cake is not coming out just right. <laughs>
All right. Uh, so yeah. let, let's talk about the movie. Yeah, you understood the assignment, my friend. Like, as I was watching the movie the other day, I was like, this movie is more about food than it is about anything else. There's a plot, there's a story, there's stuff that happens in the movie, which is very, you know, it's there's there's a thing. There's but I was like, man, this food. And we had just come off a conversation, you and I, about some very tawdry food scenes in another movie that you were watching yeah. which i have not caught up on mm-hmm. but so i watched this basically after we had that conversation and i was like I'm starting to get uncomfortable. I, I, I was actually fearful, going? i was actually Where is this going? We were gonna have a tom popo-esque food sex scene sex scene with food i'm like oh no i, I don't like where this is going <laughs> so i had i had a little bit of stress everything was fine friends yeah it, 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 it was fine yeah but um so yeah so Mostly Mata is a German film. So, I, oh, 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 I want to tell you, I, because as you know, I chat with friends about the movies uh, which we've picked. Mm-hmm. And um, did you watch this one with anyone or? No, I watched it with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be the one who I, I like <laughs> subtitles. I don't like dubbing. Yeah, I might I, be. Oh, I'm in the okay. minority with that. Mm-hmm. So these kind of movies. Yeah, I prefer myself. the original language, and yeah, me too. I probably don't speak the original language unless the original language is English. So, <laughs> so here's what I learned I about the, the movie: mm-hmm. is I don't know a lick of German because when I'm watching a Spanish film, mm-hmm. and I again, I I I'm not professing knowledge of Spanish. I have an a priori knowledge of Spanish as we took it a while ago. I would like to relearn it. I downloaded Duolingo. It has been sitting there on my, at least I've downloaded it. Um, The point is I'd like to relearn it. But when I watch Spanish cinema, I can pick up because I know the words. I know the separation of the words. I can hear some of the words, especially when I'm reading it. the verb conjugation rules. Yeah, especially when I'm reading it. I'm like, oh yes, okay. I know where the, it's great. This film, I'm like, I, I, it's, it, I don't know German. I was like, wow, it's so interesting to watch a film because I watch mostly. There are a few English words or well, there are there are words that have either a Latin or a German root that we use in in English. So, right. But but if you've ever seen the uh, the 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 film, the experiment, uh, the German title is Das Experiment. Right, 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 right. But yeah, it's just one of those. um, Although Das Boot is not about a shoe. No, it is not. Nor a trunk. There are shoes in it. I'm sure. Yeah, trunk. Okay, that uh, <laughs> not not what we call them, but uh, other side of the pond. Yeah, they. Um, but anyhow, which is uh, funny because we always say, "Oh, those people on the other side of the pond." They always give stuff funny names. It's like, no, no, they were there first. Oh yeah, <laughs> at least they, that we... language was there first. Well, not just that. But Native American is an asshole. We had words for this shit before you got here. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, trunk boots lifts elevators all the Lap. things i get right trainers h back in herb <laughs> there you go yeah trousers i'm wearing trousers instead of pants uh, true 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 you know but that just sounds posh and then uh, pants, i want to be like i'm and, wearing trousers and then pants being underwear yes yeah so if you go out in your pants whoo <laughs> you're gonna get cold 
So Marta is um, quite quite an interesting character. She is a very... Did, before we start, did you watch the trailer for the film? I did, yes, because I think okay. I watched it after you told me about it, because it, and it is, here's the story I was on. It is I was, not the romantic comedy that it's marketed as. So first as. off, it is not the romantic this comedy. This is a drama. There's this humor in it. Drama. There are jokes. There is humor. It is not a romantic comedy. No, it's not. However, the um, the the trailer is so similar to even the trailer for No Reservations. And I'm so, I'm really curious if No Reservations is the romantic comedy that the marketing for uh, mostly Marta promised, or if I, it's I also just a straight. It. I don't know. I have a There's feeling a, it probably is. I would agree with you. Mm -hmm. Just I don't know. I would just agree with you that it went the romant the true romantic comedy way. Yeah. Um, and I, this one's a family drama, but I, I will say what I will say is when you told me about this movie, what, two weeks ago, um, and you told me it was the original No Reservations and you explained the scene with Catherine Zeta-Jones, it all came, I was like, yes, I know exactly of what you speak. This makes sense to me. Um, however... <laughs> I have since told a few friends, like I said, and then I stopped talking. Um, I have told a few friends like what you had chosen. And I said, oh, it's the original of No Reservations. Do you remember? Not a single person has any uh, recollection of No Reservations. I'm like, dang, hmm. that movie didn't do well. <laughs> because not a, not a, not a blip on the radar. Did you try describing a few moments from the trailer for them? Indeed I did. And they Indeed still I didn't did. remember it. Yeah, huh. no, they were like, I don't know. And I'm like, huh. Because I watched the trailer for Mostly Marta. I'm like, I've seen these gags before. Isn't there? And I had to do a little digging. I'm like, oh, I remember this. Yeah, I never saw it. But yeah. I don't think I would have pulled the name No Reservations out of my Oh, head, I, yeah, nor would but... I. I might have no. pulled, you know, like Catherine Zeta-Jones and Aaron Eckhart out of, out of my memory, but not the name of the film. Yeah. It's a pretty, so, it, I, I do like the name, No Reservations. That, it's, a, it's a good name. Especially because I, I don't know why I was Marta, doing that. I think it's that. I don't know. That's because like mostly Marta, I, 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 I get it in a way, but I also, it's very, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the, the title wasn't totally for me, but that's okay. Um, the movie well, wasn't. It's probably not its original title. It's probably some, there's probably an original German title. I mean, Although yeah. I will say, and I know we haven't even started talking about the film, but in the preview, it does say, um, it says, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but mostly Marta. <laughs> and, you're, and I'm like, oh, well, that's clever. So like that, I find clever. I was like, good for you. Good, good yeah. for you working that in. Every time I move this chair, I think I'm going to run over the cat because she really likes to lie under wheels. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so anyway, so let's talk about it, brother. Uh, not a romantic comedy. So what is it? Um, uh, the, the the original title? Bella Marta. Oh, okay. Although I did recognize uh, when Mario, is that the other character's name? When he calls the little girl Principessa. I'm like, I did ah, too. I, <laughs> I know did. one Italian word. He is like Prince Pesa. And I was like, I'm like, aha, yes. I Roberto saw that, uh, taught me Roberto well. Benini movie. Uh, uh, the hell's it called? I, I don't remember. Uh, 
it's a, uh, life is wonderful. Life is wonderful. life is beautiful. Right? Life is beautiful. Yeah. Yes. It's not life is strange. It's a. I'm like it's not. It's a wonderful life. Life is beautiful. Yeah. La vita es bella. So the point is, is she's uh, like if there was a type above type A, Miss Marta might be it. You know, she's very high strung. She's a perfectionist. And because of this, she hasn't really left any room in her life for life. Right? How old do you think Marta is? 30s? 30s somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like she's in her early 30s. She's in her 30s. Um, I would say early-ish. Um, great. She's a head chef at a restaurant. And let me tell you, like, those I have not. So she's a French chef. I cannot believe I in a German recall... restaurant in a movie with an Italian title <laughs> with an Italian chef who comes in, who I think it... was dubbed because I don't know if the actor didn't speak German that great, but he looked like he was dubbed to me. I I, I missed, really I, I couldn't find in the credits. I didn't rewind. I just watched it once. May have missed it. But uh, he hmm. came off. It sounded like he was dubbed, but I, I'm not sure. Interesting. May have just been a few spots of poor ADR. I'm not sure. Mm. But um, yeah, so she she has a sister who has a daughter. That's what we're assuming, right? Is that the girl is technically the niece, even though there's never an auntie. Uh, yeah, the, the, it's her sister who dies in a car wreck. Car and so she takes over the custody of her niece. Yeah. Which again is the exact setup of Megan, the killer doll movie. Oh, really? okay. So you here's have a, where you the... have a you have <laughs> a you have a single, childless, uh, career-driven, somewhat antisocial woman whose sister gets in a car accident, dies in a car accident, and she gets custody of the child and is trying to balance her work and life relationship to be a new mom for this kid. It's exactly the same movie. Just one has a killer doll in it. Yeah. Very interesting. I'll have to watch uh, Megan now. Interesting. I actually didn't like Megan. I, I thought it was... Megan, the, the killer doll, is very cool. Great design, great performance. But the I don't think the movie's very good. Which is surprising because most people seem to really like that movie. People liked Smile, too. And that was a raging pile of feces. So, mm. But anyway, uh, Bella Marta. Bella Marta. So yes, yeah, so she's so Bella. Right. So we set up the movie. She's Who's Bella? You are. You's Bella. You's Bella. So she starts. <laughs> we start the movie in a therapy session. Yes, her therapy session, and she's like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Going over recipes with her therapist, and he's like, Why are you even coming here? And she's like, ah, It's my been mandated by my boss because I'm me. so high strung. So like, she can't even do therapy. Like she, she is so high strung. She, woman, can't even do therapy. Like this is basically the whole uh whole idea so and then fast forward to the sister dying in a car accident now she has a kid so we've established uh no life can't handle anything outside of box now eight-year-old child comes in and um and then so i'm gonna go on a tangent now and then you can fill in later there are three men in this movie one is the psychiatrist yes 
One is Sam, the neighbor who lives either downstairs right. in the yep. flat uh, or not. He's the the flat under hers, yeah. Yeah, right downstairs. And then one is Mario, who becomes the sous chef, replacement chef for the pregnant girl, but also um, when Marta goes crazy. just He's the pinch hitter chef. There is what yes. he is. So there are three main gentlemen in this movie, which um, is excellent for a movie because it is. And I guess Giuseppe is is the fourth, but he, you know, her, her biological father. Right. But um, uh, yeah, he's at the very, very end, but. So good. good, So it is a movie mostly about Marta. Uh, However, mostly, mostly. mostly. Sometimes (laughs) there's other, there are, there's some other stuff in the movie but it's mostly martha but mostly martha and here's the thing about it i felt very romantically confused by this woman because so at the beginning she's with the therapist and he's very therapisty you know that's a word he's therapist at me he is (laughs) I just thought of that. It doesn't doesn't apply to the movie at all. I just thought of that. This is very funny. Um, I am there. I'm going to have to find some context to use that. (laughs) Ah, this is all true. So, um, what do you call an angry shrink? A therapist. A therapist. (laughs) So no, but here's the thing. Um, by the end, their relationship becomes to my perception semi uncomfortable in that i feel like he's her and her quite therapist? yes yes in that i feel like he's quite intrigued with her in an unhealthy for a therapist sort of a way but she doesn't seem to be in on it just they got very close very awkwardly and then there's sam well, it's who clearly is clearly not a doctor patient relationship right because she does because make him she, food she's and... a, she's essentially like tutoring him in cooking correct so it's already weird. But like, so, but that's what I mean is like, there's obviously a different layer to this. And then there's Sam, the dude underneath the, the flat under, her, yeah. who, when he moves in, she goes down there and introduces herself and is like, hey, I'd like to cook you dinner. And he's like, are you asking me out? And she's like, no, I will cook you dinner and bring it to you so that you may eat, which is also awkward. And he's like, all right, you're awkward, but I can't do it. And then he asks her out and she says no. And then I think he does something else. And and then she comes to him to like, oh, will you watch my kid because I have to go out? And like, he's surrounded by kids at this time. And I had no idea he had kids or what. It doesn't matter. But like, that was a romantic interest. And I was like, oh, look at this, a romantic interest that goes nowhere. But like, and it seemed like he was into her and she kind of was into him. But also not really. And then, by the way, I'm not shaming anything because, like, go go on and date, people. If you're single, you get it. Have 800 suitors. I don't care. What I'm saying is that if this is a movie that is supposed to be a romantic comedy, I wasn't sure which fella I was supposed to be rooting for or following because then you have this Italian chef who comes in and oh, gives her a little bit of the, oh, I'm Italian moment and is is very over the top in things. Personal space. I, None. I, 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 I know not of what you speak. Right? Holy crap. I was like, from, from go, I'm like, dude, you better have a mint. Like, I, <laughs> that's just a courtesy. Um, yeah, very, very up in your face. Um, and, you know, oh and yeah, because when he feeds her spaghetti, he gets right. So, so my, that's my thing is like, 
I this romantic comedy that didn't turn into a romantic comedy were gave me three suitors who are you're you kind of enjoy they're all pleasant looking gentlemen they're all established gentlemen with very interesting careers like you have this therapist you have the whatever the dude downstairs does it was pretty important he said it and it went over my head but whatever but like he's but like they all are so i'm like yeah this is great and nothing architect or something yeah but like nothing ever really it's always just simmering nothing to me ever seems to boil nothing sizzles nothing fully you know erupts into emotion into and then at the end post-credit scene wedding or not post-credit but like credit scene wedding and i'm like wait huh someone's married it was a very unsatisfying love story maybe because it wasn't a love story yeah it's it's a it's a character drama it's not a rom-com so uh my issue with the film uh which i didn't like but i didn't dislike i'm with you fine i'm with you i sat 100%. through it sorry i can't say i liked it i 100 i didn't like <clears throat> i didn't not like it I let me like let it. me let me start out with some good things uh yeah. Thematic and uh, thematic awesomeness. Food looked good. This Holy. movie made me hungry. <laughs> the whole time, I'm just like, he understood the assignment. Looks good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, whoever the actor is who plays Marta is great. Love her. I, I really enjoyed her very naturalistic performance. Um, uh, she doesn't. She's not an actor. She's an actor. Yeah. She just exists as the character. And, and it's she great. Really, you know, yeah. whether, whether she, like when she answers the phone, um, you don't hear the other end of the conversation, but you instantly figure out that oh, someone died. Right. And it, she doesn't start crying. Um, she plays it in a way, it, it's very subtle. She doesn't scream or cry or dry heave or. Right. Uh, she she's just listening to the other end but you can tell from her she uses her body language in a way that you can feel her blood pressure go up you know you can almost sense her starting to sweat and shake you know, right it, it's a wonderful performance great great performer whoever she is I you want to know what nuanced moment of hers is my favorite is when she puts on her apron it's a it's like a ritual you can feel it with like marta the character she puts on her is a thing and this yeah. actress just really because she does like two or three times i was like that is a i, I was going like that yeah, are you going for a specific no but every time she goes in and puts on the apron it, it's a very deliberate act another thing i like about the character and and uh, the actor's performance is great too but uh i really connected with is her need to every once in a while just go hang out in the freezer for just a couple of minutes just just yeah. to just to get you can away imagine from how hot and like just well just it's hot in the kitchen but also i do that when, yes, I'm, exactly. when i'm in company yeah. you'll you i will disappear for just 10 minutes i'm just in another room or outside i just need need a moment because i get overwhelmed yeah. with if there are too many other people yeah um and she, and she does too she just needs a break and she takes it in the, uh, the freezer which is a fine place i like that um <clears throat> the jokes that were there were actually funny yeah. everything in the which is everything in the trailer so someone watched this movie and went i have no idea how the hell to sell this 
uh all right take every funny bit and make a trailer and sell it as a rom-com which which they did you know when she accidentally yeah. lights her apron on fire when she stabs the steak into some guy's table because you want it rare here it's bleeding um so uh lots lots of good stuff oh the, the mario's you know his performance is fine yeah. uh you know i i liked all the you know the little side characters in the uh in the in the kitchen and... i liked her pregnant sous chef she's a sweetheart like mm -hmm. yeah she... and the, the other lady who's one of the, the the busters who goes in and out of the kitchen with the food and the orders who's a, a bit potty mouthed <laughs> uh, she's fun um so there's a lot to like about this movie here's i'm going to levy at this film the same criticism i had on one of our earlier movie mandates and I don't remember which one it was. It might have been um, Igby Goes Down or Fantastic Woman. I don't remember which one. But one of my big problems with this movie is its flow. It it doesn't have a consistent narrative flow. It feels more like a series of scenes. Yeah. Well, I know Summer School was definitely like that. Igby was pretty much <laughs> like that. Apparently, I picked those. <laughs> series of scenes um, yeah not a lot of co connective tissue there's like three scenes that just fade out at odd times it's like oh well I, okay, I guess next I guess scene i guess this scene is over it didn't feel over but we're fading out so mm, okay yeah um yes the editing is not great in a lot of spots uh as an example the when Mario comes over to have an Italian picnic with Marta and uh, the late year old. They 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 make the little picnic spread on the floor and they sit there. And the next like eight consecutive consecutive shots of this scene of them enjoying their picnic are the food and Mario. And then the food and Mario. And then the food and Mario. I'm like what happened to the other two characters? Are, are they enjoying the, the, the food? Are, are they having fun? Are they nervous? Are they mad? Are they sad? Are they about to puke? What's Did they leave? Are they still there? Did they die? What, where are the other two characters? Why is this scene edited like this? It's so weird. I mean, yeah. it eventually does move over to the other characters, but the, the first six cuts or so just go back and forth between Mario and the food. I'm like, what is this choice? Um <laughs> Uh, another example is there's a montage in the, uh, the, the center or so of the film where um, we're, we're going to work and we're bringing the kid to work and then we're, we're you know, we're, we work until late. So we bring the kid home and we both crash and then we both oversleep. So then we're late to school. Right, we're always late to school. Th that's yeah. this montage, you know, showing what life is, what their routine is. The problem is, is it's ordered in a way that while you can figure out what's going on, doesn't make any sense because you have the uh, them in the kitchen and the kids there. And then Marta is with her pregnant friend in the market who goes into labor. So she calls for an ambulance and then she goes home and then she's like, oh, shit, I got to pick up the kid from school. I'm like. See, I oh, had... is this another day? I, I guess it's another day. This is but what gave just... me issue with that montage mm -hmm. as well, because the montage made it seem 
because they did it enough times that this is the ritual. We take the kid to work, we oversleep, we run to school, I get her after school, I take her to work, I oversleep. This has become such a routine mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it felt very forced for Marta to forget her in yeah. the way I get it because her friend went into labor and then she went home and then she's like, oh my God. But like the kid was was just like, I hate you. You never remember me. And I'm like, you guys have been at this for quite some time. Like the and again, in fairness. Having children is eye-opening to just how terrible children are. Yes. So, and I mean that with all the love I have for my children, which is there. A bit. <laughs> I mean, there's it's no... some. I mean, it's... The, I can, it's they quantifiable. Have, Come on. It's still alive. No. <laughs> We've got electron microscopes to observe. Like, the depths of my love. You can find it there somewhere. Quantum though it may be, it'll pop into existence at some point, I'm sure. Well, the good unless thing you is... directly observe it, and then that that that's yeah, you can't look up. directly at it. You can't yeah, exactly because that that influences it. But but so th- this girl in the show being eight, it's mm-hmm. just okay. Can she forget her because everything else went to that day? Sure. Is an eight-year-old going to be crazy like that? Sure. Then maybe what my problem is is the same problem you have in that it was poorly placed. That is not the time to make that Mm -hmm. after you've just established that we're doing okay right now and everything. Like, it just, it shouldn't have been in the same package scene. There's no flow from scene to scene i mean like when giuseppe shows up it's like oh i guess i'm going with dad now it's like would you though well and then like this whole would giuseppe even and does no one have a phone so by the way call first i was never sure if she actually actually looked him up or not because there's that one scene i'm sorry i interrupted you there's that one scene when she like wants to write a letter to giuseppe and she goes to mario to try and translate the letter or something and then he's like and she's like, hey, if anyone asks, you're a friend of a friend. He's like, dude, I'm not doing it for a lie. And then it just fades. It's one of those things that just kind of stops. Yeah. And it's never brought up again. So I don't know if they actually resolve. I guess they did at some point. I guess they just- did because Giuseppe shows up. He shows up. And he's like, oh, hey, the kid I never knew. Sure. I've got two more back home. So it's fine. Yeah. So a lot of it was, that was I mean, very you, weird. You think he would have called first. Hey, okay, that that's fine. Uh, she would have gone and checked out the place or at least yeah, talked maybe, to him on the phone or maybe the other dr- mother would have come too to yeah, be like oh well, we're bringing a kid into our I, life or something there's just, a whole bunch it's so weird it is weird however and i'm going to hit on a very sensitive topic i was very happy giuseppe did show up mainly because of the weird 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 racist moment in the middle of the uh movie that they had against italians and i was like Oh wow! I guess other cultures are racist too. I always thought it was just us. No, we, we, what, what am I forgetting? In the movie, they when they talk about she's talking to someone about going to Giuseppe, and he's Italian, and they said, "Oh, he's Italian. He ain't coming." Or like, oh well, uh, well I did. And in my head, that's how I took that because that's i suppose so i I guess it didn't stick out because i was thinking no he's just some deadbeat dad who had a kid and doesn't even know and he lives of course he's not coming not because he's italian but he's just 
some right well of course would... that's how you and i take yeah. it but i was but, like hmm. huh so I, it, yeah. that, I was wondering i was like i wonder if that's a thing did i look into it no because i yeah. don't think people should care but yes uh, we we uh do not have a. Uh, uh, we have not cornered the market on racism. Dang it. We're trying, though. We <laughs> sure are trying. <laughs> maybe that's not the goal that this country should be trying to achieve. May maybe not. I, I mean, there, there are some other metrics by which we could try to impress the rest of the world. <laughs> Mo <laughs> may maybe most racist isn't one of them. No, but, you know, we're just so close. We might as well just push it over the edge. <laughs> it's like, I mean, we're, we're, we're right We're there. right there. We're right. Who doesn't have enough hate? Maybe I should <laughs> jump on a bandwagon. I'm kidding. Mm. Oh, my God, I'm kidding. But the point is, um, is just, yeah, that whole Giuseppe thing, too, comes out of nowhere. And he takes the kid. And again, even though I'm fully on board with, you know, does the parent, you know, want, but like, he didn't even know. Oh, another like weird editing thing where where she, um, it, it has to do when she puts the kid in Giuseppe's truck, and then she like walks away, but the camera follows her. I was her, freaked out because and then the guy just kind of shows heels. up next to her. No, not when she's running after the truck, but when oh. she closes the door and then backs away, the camera like stays on her, and then Giuseppe like comes up at her and it's like, oh, I guess he got out of the truck at some point or something. Oh, it's right, so right, right. weird. Yeah. There's just so much There's weird some weirdness scene construction in the editing that I'm just like, ah. But I truly was, I and I know it's such a little thing, but because I know how terrible things can go when she's she has her hand on the window following this big truck, right? And the truck in is heels. starting to go and. On a cobblestone heels, street. On a cobblestone street and an A-line skirt. And she's up there holding on and like going and he's accelerating. Granted, he doesn't get like fast, but like I was just like, she's right next to a big old truck just in those heels. Like this. Yeah. And then it, it, I was like, not, I was very uncomfortable. Like that Obviously. scene in um, When Worlds Collide with the little mini helicopter. I'm like, oh, God. oh yes, yes, yes. This that is an was effect. One too. Someone's going to is... die. <laughs> That's a real helicopter next to real people. Just kind of sound like, oh god. I know. I'm saying this. That's 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 right. I forgot all about that. Um, but yeah. So that was that was my story there. So, but we learn after the credits, or as the credits start, I guess. Yeah. This this movie hits an, uh, an hour forty, and it's like, screw it, we're done. Uh, they get married. They they start a restaurant or something. It's fine, whatever. Yeah, they get married. They start a restaurant. They go back for the girl, and of Which course, was... Giuseppe and his wife are like, "Oh, sure, oh, sure, yeah, take, take whatever." Take we we just we just drove. Uh, what's between Germany and Italy? I is it, don't. Is it Switzerland? Know. Is is there anything? No, between... no it's not Switzerland. It... Switzerland's up over there. Germany is here. Italy's the big boot one. It's something something juts in there right i gotta mm -hmm. i gotta bring up google maps i now. know that's what we're doing now. i didn't learn geography in school no and isn't that the stupidest thing we didn't though but that's like a real certainly we didn't. not world geography oh shit it is switzerland no i thought switzerland where are you uh, and, on, and Liechtenstein and uh, austria oh <gasps> 
So you so I was getting Sweden and Switzerland mixed, and I apologize to you all. I am so sorry. I thought that's why I said it's up there because I was like, no, it's up next to the fjords, but nope, that is not fjord. correct. One of the best words, fjord. Oh, so good. You know what? I should use it on my wordle tomorrow. I'll go ahead and do that. Fjord. Why not? It's five letters, right? F K O R D. Done. Is in a country. What is Liechtenstein? Is it like a? Is it a principality? What? What are you? German-speaking, twenty-five kilometer long principality between Austria and Switzerland. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so but it, I mean, it's in big bold letters on the map I'm looking at between Switzerland and Austria. I'm like, ah, oh, Liechtenstein. I'm like, is that a country? I don't remember it in the Yakko song. <laughs> The Yakko song. Uh, United States, Canada. I do, I do, I do. Although I think there's been a lot of um, that's been a while ago. There's been some. Yeah, there's there's been a few changes. Yeah, (laughs) it's been judging with the map. Um, twenty five years or something like that. So things change. Yeah. There you go. Oh my goodness. Uh, yes, this is all true. So So, at the the, it's weird because at the end of this movie, she like. That that whole stab this raw steak into the table, that's the I, end of the movie, and she quits her job. I'm like, whoa, wait, what? Why? Yeah. And then I mean, she's like, you need to help me. And he's like, uh, good to see you, too, because she was really kind of rude. But why? I forget already. It's been two days. I feel but, sorry for Frida or whoever the name of the woman is who owns the restaurant. Did you did you see her at the wedding? I didn't spot. I was looking for her, but I, no, I didn't spot her. I, it, yeah. I, some I of the not, other people from the restaurant were yeah. there. I did. I did not. It was just there was so much, and it was. But man, it was like, she left Frida in a lurch. Yeah, she, she did. She's out two chefs now. Yeah, because she took Mario, Mario. and to- apparently starts her own restaurant, which is something that she never she indicated she wanted to do. Okay, and they got married. I, I think they got married. Pretty sure. It I was think they did too. Two. That's what it felt like, or I thought was trying to get across. I think right there was no one else pretty sure i mean they they don't actually show the 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 ceremony or the they're just both in white outfits yeah and then they they, and then they show a a casual reception party yeah like a little party but like like, i I guess these two got married and thought the same thing i was like and then she criticizes her uh, therapist for using the wrong sugar in his cheesecake Holy crap! Right? Very weird ending to the movie. It it feels like it got to a minute, an hour forty, and they're like, done. It was like, yeah. Okay. It was, there's a lot. So anyway, uh, if we didn't make it clear, uh, she and Mario drive all the way to Italy, crash Giuseppe's. But again, no one has a phone apparently. Yeah. Um, and just drive up on him and say, "Ah, we changed our mind, taking the kid back." Okay. And, and like they they're playing do. with other kids, and you know the other and two kids that Giuseppe obviously has. It, yeah, apparently he's but, he's since uh, you know well, yeah. got married and had two kids. Yeah. So, all right. Makes sense. Yeah. It was, but again, and I felt ex- exactly the same way you feel about it. Um, I didn't like it, but I didn't not, there wasn't really much to, I mean, obviously we've talked about what there's not to like about it, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't, it was a well done movie. Like a lot of the choices were good. The story was fine. It's, you know, the story was different than what I was looking for, but oh well. Um, you know, it, I've seen it. Yeah, it I'm, I'm more upset with. I, I don't get. I try not to get upset with movies for not being what I 
thought they were thought going to be. They were going to I be. tried to judge them by what they are, and that's the whoever edited the trailer's fault. That, that's, oh, the sure, mar- sure. that's the marketing department. Oh, and sure, I do sure, get sure. pissed me as long as the movie's good. I don't. I, I'm still angry at being li- like uh, uh, Tarantino's film, uh, un- something bastards, ungracious, unbelievable, inglorious. Thank you. Still inglorious. In- inglorious bastards. Um, Love that. That, film. that was sold as a men on a mission movie, like you know, Dirty Dozen or something like sure, that. Sure. That is not what that movie is at sure, all. Sure. It's not even really about there. The the titular bastards are not the protagonists of the film. They're they're not the main characters. Shoshana. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Great film. Love the film. Still prickly not... about how it was marketed. Stop lying about what your movie is. Yeah, <laughs> you like know? God darn it twister where is that tire where, where's that tire <laughs> well they're 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 remaking twister what um they're calling it twisters because there's more than one i'm like there was more than one in the first one we what got sisters did they not watch the first one before they went ahead and gave this it's like there, there, there better be a tire that that tire better be in the movie this time I swear to God. you know that I that mean, is least, a very famous tire. It, at least if it, they had any, like if they could, they should just yeah. because it's a famous tire that isn't yeah, in a movie. Yeah. At least, um, at least they didn't cut out the cow. Yeah, another cow. Another cow. No, I think that's no, the same one. Same one. <laughs> Swimming in the air. Twister is actually a fun movie. <laughs> I, I like Twister, and it, and it's endlessly quotable. <laughs> One of, the, one of the one of one of Bob's road. Bob's road. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. A rabbit is good. A rabbit is wise. Oh, and then they're like, "We're doomed." Or we're in tr-. they all say something different, but it's it's the oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. All right, um, what were you saying, brother? Uh, that's it. it. It's it's an okay movie. I I was. It's got delicious looking food and an yes. impressive lead performance from what's her face who plays Marta. And I'm, I'm mad at whoever cut the trailer because they lied to me. That they did. That they did. But I remember when we picked this uh, theme, uh, at first we were both like, I don't know, are there movies that could be dedicated so much to food? And you win. So hopefully I do too. <laughs> okay. So uh, Need for Feed Month continues. Uh, mandate a movie. Chef. Chef? Oh, uh, that, that, you know that, it. That, um, you know it. I'm gonna think of his name. John Favreau. Gonna... Yay! John Favreau. Uh, the Scarlett Hansen in it. Uh, Sophia mm-hmm. Vergara. Vergara. Yeah. Yeah. So I forgot Scarlett Johansson was. In. Yeah. <laughs> to tell you the truth, until uh, I looked and I'm unclear on what their relationship. I've seen this movie. I, I did this as a uh, 30 oh! Days of Netflix. I think years ago. Um, so one thing to keep your eye, have you seen it? No. Okay. okay. When you watch it, one thing to keep an eye out on is, okay. um, what exactly is the relationship between, uh, uh, John Favreau and, uh, Scarlett Johansson? I'm not totally sure. Are they just, just weed buddies? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure. Wait, I isn't, will... isn't uh, uh, oh God, um, John Leguizamo in it, in it too? <gasps> Is he? I love John Leguizamo. I know. Uh, Hold on. Uh, oh, uh, who plays the the critic? Uh, yes, the, he Oliver, is. Oliver. Oliver. Dustin Hoffman is in this. 
Oliver Platt is in this? Yeah, Oliver. Oh, God, I forgot about Dustin Hoffman. Mm. Holy moly. I had I had no idea. Yeah, a stacked cast. Stacked I'm cast. excited. So yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. And like, there's a lot. Of, there's a a lot of good looking food. food. In this one, yeah. <laughs> good. No, I rem- I watched. I watched. I didn't watch anything. It's a podcast, and I'm going to talk about it due to the fact that like everyone on planet Earth is also listening, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But I listened to the Smartless episode with John Favreau, and he talked about this movie. Um, it's an old episode. I'm not caught up. Um. Uh, but anyways, he was talking about this movie, uh, chef and how it like brought him back after he was doing a whole bunch of other things. And it was like, a. I did this movie where Scarlett Johansson and Sophia are very, very attracted to me. I have a very high opinion of myself. So to be fair, if I had the money to put myself in a movie, like you bet Idris. I'd surround there. my <laughs> I'd surround myself with really attractive people who are attracted to me too. So I can't like, fault the man. I I'm a misunderstood genius who's incredibly talented and undeniably sexy. Deal with it. <laughs> I'm the it. writer and the director and the executive producer. Kiss my ass. Let me live out my fantasy. I paid for it exactly there you go so i'm excited well no i um i have not seen it so i'm looking forward to it and uh you didn't grimace so it seems like no, you didn't no, no. dislike it, it. <laughs> no I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to seeing it again because uh, i think i ooh, must seven six seven years or something like that so but when i did that that uh, was a while i, I think it was 30 days of netflix that's that series that i did so i yeah. remember that series i don't remember all 30 movies but i i do remember that series i could have um, been 31 i don't remember what month i did it definitely <laughs> well, wasn't february must, no it must have must have been it because it's called 30 days of netflix so it must have been a, it would be very odd to do it in may or something where there's 31 months or 31 days so mm. there you go so all right all right, that is it. Let me dr- grab my uh, ending spiel here. Okay, <clears throat> actually, let me put in chef here. So chef, there we go. <laughs> so you know what to say in the outro. That's right. Okay, outro, colon. Today's episode may have come to an end, but our need for feed continues next time with Kelly's mandated movie, Chef. If you'd like to watch it too, check out the description to see where it's currently streaming or available to rent. Seven years ago, it was on Netflix. Who the hell knows now? <laughs> I know now, but depending on... Uh, yeah, I mean... It, this in November. Will, this, yeah, this will air months after we record it, so who knows where it'll be at that time. Anyway, until then, you can watch Movie Mandates on YouTube or listen to it in podcast form on iTunes. And if you enjoy the show and want to help us reach a wider audience, engagement is key. So if you're watching on YouTube, like and comment. Listening on iTunes, rate and review. Much obliged. With that, I'm Andrew. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Eisen. And I'm Kelly. You can follow me at Get Eisengard. And I just posted my first tweet. Yeah, now there's something to follow. A year later in the podcast. I mean, by the time this airs, Twitter may not exist anymore. We'll have to. This is this is very true. We need to keep an eye our eye on that. Or Substack notes or Instagram threads, which just oh. as we record this, Instagram threads I think launched yesterday. Um, and uh, oh, man, what and I'm not crappy, paying for tech what a crappy so seriously what a crappy world we live in. We, we live in where. We have to root for Mark Zuckerberg. You know? It's like, 
I hope I hope he appreciates the fact that um, uh, you know the the only way that anyone would ever see him as a hero or a good guy is compared to one of the literally worst human beings on the planet. So good job, but are there any are there any like good rich people? You you know what I should do though. Like Like the only company I can think of who's even decent at performatively being good is ben and jerry's ice cream god i love them and like, they're delicious I, they could they could be like cynical horrible people but at least they give off the perception of not being horrible right. here's the thing i feel like if you have a lot of money and you're nice we don't know because you don't care that's the difference like these people, these moguls that are assholes, they're assholes in the spotlight because they that's what they're after. Well, it, they didn't have, have they don't, you know, yeah, people, people like, who give to like, charity. And sh- sure. But but a lot of the 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 ultra charitable stuff is done explicitly for like tax benefits and stuff sure. or because, it, you know, it helps some other business that they're into. Like, oh, I gave this much money to this organization, which I actually own through a different thing. It's like, I'm not saying that they're not that way either. But if you think about it, if they lack the narcissism, if they're not trying to make it a huge thing and the yeah. narcissism is what's going to bring you to the upper echelon of assholiness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have aggressively just aggressively off aggressively awful people like musk and then you have people like bezos who's not aggressively who's still an awful human being but he's awful in the sense that he just doesn't give a shit about anyone else right particularly the which is surprising because i i would like to think that if i made a billion dollars off the backs of everyone else's labor that i'd be particularly thankful Towards the people whose backs I'm standing on, I would like to think so. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not rich. Maybe, maybe that would. But change. hey, you know what? If you all donate to the Patreon, maybe we could figure out <laughs> what kind of a rich person brother yeah, would be. Donate I... my donate to my Patreon. Uh, support me on Patreon. Make make me a billionaire. And we'll, for we'll, science. We'll, for science. For science. Gonna gonna be the the first non asshole billionaire. Okay, let me, lofty goals. Let, let me get the rest of this outro uh, we hope you've all enjoyed this episode of movie mandates and we'll be back soon with another mandated movie bye everyone bye